We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Oanic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Do we have a fight? Is this a, why is everything a fight? It's not a fight. It's not a fight, but I keep, you know, like, uh, it's, it's growing up, crazy. there were fights. It's No, it's insane how you walk into our conversations thinking that it's going to be, like, the most unhealthy thing ever, but we have a very healthy relationship. It blows our mind every time. We have assumptions about the other's <laughs> personality. I just think I'm going to be be beat up all the time. That's my trauma. I have been processing that a lot lately. My trauma is that everyone thinks I'm going to beat them up, and I'm never, I've Bobby, never been in a fight in my life except you for like you have done the shoulders things to us in school. What shoulder thing? Like, like shoulder you, like, checking? Yes, not shoulder checking. Where you like puff up your chest and you're like what? What? That's just me showing love. And then you're like, I was like, that large woman is going to beat me up. And I was in that, eighth grade. That large, that straight up show in love. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? I can't win. <laughs> Listen. So I've been slowly coming to the solution that I think I'm the problem. I. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> On that note, happy anniversary. It's one year. <laughs> It's like the gift. I couldn't give you a better gift than for you that realization. <laughs> Shit. So Kendra and I have a very mature conversation about the future of the podcast. And she's like, we should have recorded that whole fight. <laughs> what fight? I'm sorry. I I'm sorry that I never had a voice and that I've always had to fight over what I need to get out of life. And I'm always like, listen, I need to change. I sat quietly with my hands in my hand. Like I held my hand in my hand mm-hmm. and just sat and listened and said, okay. <laughs> hey, listen, if, if women need voices right now, if not now, then when? Yes, that's true. Also, I think that our like, bi-weekly break has helped us help has me it only, has it only been two weeks yeah it's been two weeks 20 days 20 days since the fourth let me tell you listen <laughs> wait i gotta smoke time is going by so slow i have eight days until i go to hawaii and i we've only there's only like eight events this month at the fucking wedding venue place so I've just been like sitting, laying face down on my bed, just waiting, hoping for the time to go by quicker, eating oatmeal just for sustenance because I'm trying not to spend money. <laughs> and it's so, I don't Going know if you broke knew, for Hawaii. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot out. Mm. It's hot. Record breaking heat. I don't know cool. why, but when I walk outside, if I walk outside, I spend like $40. Like, I don't even know what I got a sandwich today. I went and bought like high snacks last night. And when she told me the total was 50 bucks, I was like, what the fuck did I buy? Were you at Harmon's? I wasn't even high yet. No, I was at Walmart. 
I've been, I've, I've downgraded my life. You know what I love about you? You preemptively get high snacks. That's a very sexy trait of yours. Yeah. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta do this tonight. Not get, I'm not going to go driving under the influence. <laughs> I, uh, I do this thing where I get like super baked and it's like too late. Like I've already taken my Benadryl and I'll have like remnants of the things that I've like haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> and by that, I mean like this thing of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> the crybaby bag by your bed. <laughs> Those are long gone. Uh, and I just sit there with like a thing of water and I'm just very, I feel very sorry for myself <laughs> that I can't have better sweets. Uh, I can't even, uh, I mean, do you have Instacart? What's that? It's where they deliver groceries to you. Don't do it. It's a a scam. It's a trick. On Instagram? I don't know, but they sure can do a welfare check on you. What? I was talking about a grocery delivery service. On Instagram? No, on Instacart. It's called Instacart. It's a whole app. Oh, I don't know what that is. But I don't know. I don't do things like this. No, no, no. (laughs) All right. If I want snacks, I insist that I must get, I must strap on a bra most of the time (laughs) and go down to the seven. Now that I've gone to the Walmart, Uh I don't give a fuck about any of that. Like, oh, this is a small town. I'm over here. You know, I'm like such a white person. I'm thinking that when I move to Hawaii that, uh, there, there's going to be like four people there and there's going to be no Walmarts, no roads, you know, no, no basic amenities. I hope so. I hope you yeah, have but... to forage for, <laughs> for your internet. I know, but like, I'm like, why am I such a dumb bitch? Like I have to keep reminding myself like, yo, Bob, yo, <laughs> like it's 2022. <laughs> They're probably more civilized there than we are here in the, the Wild West. Oh my god, it's so true. More colonized. Utah <sighs> does have a problem with thinking it's high and mighty. So should we get into the episode topic? Yeah. Well, no? We can. I don't care. I, don't, yeah, I mean, I just was going to talk shit about it, Utah for a second, but we can hold <clears> off. No, I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to get off topic, but we always do. We're trying to turn a new leaf where we are uh, on top of things. Oh, that's true. Um, (laughs) No, I just was actually reading because uh, I don't know if you guys know, those of you who live in Utah, uh, the Great Salt Lake is drying up, which is bad news bears. Yeah. (laughs) It means that, like, poisonous gas is going to, like, the air is going to be poisonous sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. If you would need to hear about this again, Susanna Handa Anders on one of our episodes, we talked about this extensively. Susanna Anna Anders. Her name's not, her middle name's not Anna, but that's just what I call her. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like christening her that. It's like Grace or something. Oh. Uh, Susanna Anders, uh, Susanna Anders, uh, she's a biologist or whatever. But anyways, the Grace Salt Lake is drying up and it's going to like really fuck up the air and also the snow (laughs) so i was just reading before we hopped on that uh mitt romney was like it's gonna cost billions of dollars but they're thinking about putting in a pipeline from um 
the Pacific Ocean. Which is actually probably the best idea. That would work. But again, you have to clean up the pollution, and I don't know how you're going to do that. Uh, stop having so many goddamn refineries in the valley. But I don't know. I don't know. The Okay, we should get into this. <laughs> the Mormons that own those refineries. The oil companies, too. Don't forget about them. The Mormons. <laughs> the Mormon church. Um... Yes. So Utah. the problem is, <laughs> if, we've talked about it. If uh, if the lake dries up and the arsenic is exposed to the air, and uh-huh. then we have the high winds that we've had, been having, been having, mm-hmm. um, because the change in temperature and whatever, that will get instantly blown into the air. It'll look like a dust bowl. You'll be breathing all that particles into your lungs. We'll essentially all be downwinders. It's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. But. Who's going to foot Hawaii. the bill for I don't that? Give a fuck. I don't think we're going to stay here either, but <laughs> um, who's going to pay for that? Does it have to be our tax dollars that pay for that? Mormons. Can the Mormon church dip into their um, multi-billion dollar fund? Probably not. That was, that was stupid. Sorry. It was a stupid suggestion. They have to build their temples and pretend that they're actually thriving we should have a car wash you know downtown next to the temple <laughs> I just uh, drank water <laughs> I almost spat it out <laughs> can you imagine we're just like car wash raise money for the pipeline <laughs> everyone's in their g's look sexy <laughs> um free toxic sludge right to your car <laughs> oh my god i was we're a uh, drought bobby <laughs> i was uh i was oh that's true that's true I was, <laughs> we have to think of like i don't know <laughs> a crumble competitor that <laughs> That doesn't get sued, but delivers cookies for funds for the Grace Lake. And like uh, something, something like Swig, something you know. That's another thing about Utah is why is everybody fighting over their fucking cookies and soda? Because what else do we got? What else do we got to do, man? I swear, if like alcoholic companies treated each other like this, uh, you can't make vodka. I'm making vodka over here. You can't make vodka. You can't call it vodka. Wait. It's fucking cookies. Little... It's fucking soda. You, you're, you're more in the loop because you have like a minivan, sort of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's going on? I've with... been doing. What's I've been going on ba- with Swig and Swish or whatever the fuck? What's the other one? Swig and uh, the one with the two straws. Oh, Fizz. Fizz. Fizz, you know what? I, should, I should know Fizz because that's the one I used to go to over in Magna. The Josies would be like, do you want to go get a Fizz? And I'd be like, I guess. <laughs> I mean. Is there is there a turf war going on between Swig and Fizz? There was a, no, there was a turf war a while back about between Swig, Fig, So Delicious, all these things. Over the terminology oh, so delicious, of calling I the about. soda dirty. They're like, you can't say it's dirty. 
like a dirty Dr. Pepper. First of yeah. all, that was originated in a Chevron in like Penguin, Utah. Okay. Yeah. Like fuck <laughs> off, Swig. Anyway, so you can't use the terminology. You can't have the same colored cookies. Whatever. 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 The, whatever. <laughs> that was a while ago. So Crumble is suing like four different cookie companies for copying their being too similar to their branding. Is Crumble a Utah company? Yes. So, anyway, we I mean, it's been hashed over. If you want to go look it up, go look it up. But There's just, like, so many <laughs> knee-length shorts just everywhere. And, like, blonde, bleach blondes. Oh, are we talking about a different topic? Because that's a different topic. No. <laughs> it's There's people getting their Diet Cokes, their dirty Diet Cokes. Oh, I see, I see. Because and the other thing that sucks about knee, Utah... Like, shorts so their G's don't show. Is the Utah aesthetic. <laughs> the aesthetic. <laughs> the aesthetic of the people in Utah. It's just... It's Some people can pull it off, but I think it's the people that are just actually beautiful. It has nothing to do with like what they're pulling, like what they're wearing. Like they'd be right. beautiful. They could wear like a, you know, a potato sack, like Marilyn Monroe, like some people can pull it off but like it's it is bad why don't you tell us what it is <laughs> well first of all i feel like everybody has to have a lip job and microbladed oh, brows and so bleach blonde hair or dark dark is coming around but the aesthetic <laughs> is everybody has to look the same and i'm i like appreciate unique beauty that's why i think like getting out of Utah can help you see like how beautiful human beings are and like you're all you're beautiful but um yeah having everybody being sold this image that is the same I've always been confused by Botox and plastic surgery here in the state because like Marie Osmond is a really good example um and I'm sure I've I'm sure I've mentioned a bitch about this before but I don't care I'll bitch about it again because we're such a religious state it's like so god made you and you're just changing it on up like like how is that how is that okay you know like i don't understand the justification but i don't think i ever heard one so it's i don't know they're they don't have an explanation they just choose to not talk about it because they're like oh well like well i had eight kids chet chetley after i had chetley i uh we said that it, I could get my. Do you know somebody named my, that? My mommy makeover. Uh, no, but I know. I know without a doubt. I'd put my life on it that there is someone in this state named Chetley. There's probably a boy and a girl named Chetley. Oh, like their first name? <laughs> yeah. Oh. After, after I, had I thought Chet you were talking about somebody mommy. named Chet Lee. <laughs> oh, Jet Lee. He's my crush. He's one of my many crushes. I feel like let's just take a breath and start over. Take a breath. Okay. Um, so the aesthetic. Yes, the the plastic surgery people. And the Botox. It's so crazy. It is sad to watch. It's just, it, it kind of gets carried away. I feel like Park City, though, is different than everywhere else. It's a different Park City look. has, yeah. It's a different look. Yeah. 
But like people, they do it to be preventative too. Like the young girls do it too to be preventative. And I'm just like, I don't understand it to begin with. But also, the best thing that you can do for preventative anything is wear sunscreen. I knew you. It's actually been scientifically proven to reverse age cells when they have enough SPF on that they can just like do some reparative work back there. Wear your sunscreen every day, and you'll look fucking good. The end. I think there's something cool about aging gracefully. Um, yes, because then you look like, oh, that person has like these b- amount of fine lines. But they, at, I swear to you, if you wear SPF, people will say you look young for your age because they're used to seeing old ass, sunburned, sun damaged, wrinkled people from the sun. Old ass. Well, old ass. <laughs> If you don't like your face to begin with, though, the sun wearing sunscreen ain't gonna do you anything. It's just, it's just, it's bullshit. It's just a, it's a line. It's a line that they're feeding themselves to get the work done. Period. Yeah, and like I feel like the culture here makes people feel like they're ugly if they don't look like that. Yeah, and also they're all really bored, so they're like, let's get work done because we can't get anything else. We don't have anything else to do. And I'm just saying, if you're listening, keep your beautiful face. Keep your beautiful face. No, that's that was seven brides for seven brothers. Oh yeah, (laughs) bless your beautiful heart or something. Bless, bless your beautiful hide. Uh, Hide. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't know yet, but I'm willing to bet. (laughs) You're the cow for me. Um. (laughs) I don't know anything you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> my sister and I see that to each other uh, just for the record just for the record uh, so <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud of Utah right now I can't lie because while the Roe v. Wade made them it's they blocked they they're making it so like help me out with my words okay <laughs> So, after Roe v. Wade was overturned and that senator in Texas was like, we're taking your um, marriage and equality rights there, too. Um, So, the House moved to codify same-sex as same-sex marriage as legal. That's right, right? Yeah. And 50... Well, you know what? I think it was 47 senators. 47... House passes bill codifying same-sex marriage right with some Republicans joining Democrats. So it was 47 Republicans joining every Democrat in the majority. Yeah. No, but what I was talking about was Roe v. Wade. So when Roe v. Wade happened, um, they sued um so so to make it to block it so it was still like they people could still get their uh, abortions so the first one was so everyone who had an abortion scheduled for 14 oh, yeah. days could still get it they said okay and then for now it's right now it's like no we're still they're still allowing abortions to happen so utah's being legit right now yeah planned parenthood uh sued the court or something like that 
yeah, they sued the state of Utah, and the court found it that, like, yeah, we're going to chill for now until we get this all taken care of. So people who have want to get abortions can still get abortions until we, like... Yeah. It's like, bitch, be cool. It's still still legal. Um, That was cool. The thing I'm talking about is those 47 Republicans, Utah's Republicans, were among those 47 as well to codify same-sex marriage as legal. Well, that's pretty wild after fucking Prop 8. Right. They didn't want to raise hell. So we are pretty, we are a little proud today of our little state. Yeah, we're ready to, we're ready to burn... The and witches we're proud to be dig the ditches. A Utah. I, well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I don't know what the fuck what this the is. What the hell was that? This that? fucking when I was the thing I was reading that article on started talking. Oh, Sorry. I was like, are you watching Friends or some shit? No one told me life was going to go this way. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> What's that sound that was like, ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. Seinfeld. That's right. The scene what? changes. The scene changes with the music. <laughs> yeah. Bring that back. <laughs> Bring that back. What do you think the Kardashians do it? <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it worked the other day. Uh, we were like, we have this, we have this bartender, and he is like, six foot three and he's covered in tattoos and he looks mean but he listens to blink 182 like current blink 182 <laughs> and like machine gun kelly oh, no. and <laughs> what a toxic human <laughs> i know we're just like what <laughs> and so me and this girl chelsea we're like setting up tables and we're both like we both can hold our own when it comes to the, like we like met like we bond over metal so we're like <laughs> talking shit about machine gun kelly because he's listening to him and um, she was like, I watched the Hulu thing. I don't know why. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. Like, that's what gets him, like, points. And she's like, I know. Da, 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 da. And then <laughs> this, the the, bar, the guy puts on uh, fucking Sweet Home Alabama Kid Rock. Like, singing the Sweet Home Alabama. You know, the Leonard Skinner ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, come on. I was like... <laughs> And like it can't seriously like i'm like it can't get any worse she's like there's just no pleasing you is there and i was like bobby but don't they have a point <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> current blink 182 which has Matt Skiba, listen, I used to love Matt Skiba. I named my dog after him when I was 15, okay? But current Blink-182 is bad, okay? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly is terrible. And then Kid Rock? Like, what? But can't you just, like, let some people have what they like? At full volume on a Sunday. (laughs) You can like what you like, but put on headphones, damn it. <laughs> Full volume on a Sunday. And he's like, well, what do you want to listen to? And I just want to be like, Sabbath on the Sabbath. But like, <laughs> it was just like, I don't know, man. I I want to listen to the birds chirp. I want to, <laughs> you know, I, I want to listen to anything. I want people to not make Machine Gun Kelly famous. Because what? Because he makes a mockery out of music 
<clears throat> and aesthetic. I don't know. But I need to like let people like what they like. But I don't know. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly gives way more red flags than Pete Davidson. Okay. Pete Davidson. <laughs> He's a skeleton. He's Halloween. Um, Machine Gun Kelly is like an experiment. I think he's a Chris Jenner experiment to see if he can like he can. He's they're trying to do like uh, Kim Kardashian, but with a guy, and it's not going to work because no one gives a fuck about guys the way they give a fuck about sex object females. He's yeah. not able to do it. This is not Korea. This is not. We don't have beautiful men here. <laughs> well, is he even beautiful? He looks like. I mean, he looks like Travis no, Barker, he's not. but Travis Barker's actually talented. Machine Gun Kelly couldn't rap so he's going to pop punk i mean are you serious <clears throat> we need to talk about this later we're trying to stand <laughs> with the utah things that are bothering us fine we have neighbors <laughs> with different music likes than you <clears throat> yeah okay well you know what all i'm saying is what he said was there was no pleasing me and i was like probably not he's probably right <laughs> <laughs> Here's one thing that bothers me. What? Well, drugs. Tell me about it. I think a really big problem that Utah has is drug abuse. And like, like abuse like in general. prescription drugs? Yes, prescription drugs. Specifically. That lead to street drugs, right? Right. And uh, so many people, I mean, <clears throat> sorry. My mom is a drugs person, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that all prescription drugs person, and I'm pretty sure that all of her friends in that town had or have overcome a prescription drugs problem. And it's like, a, it's like not just small towns, it's throughout all of everywhere. There are legitimate people selling anything you want, and it's a big problem um <clears throat> yeah like Provo is the worst it's, it's like Happy Valley it's like the worst county in the in the country or whatever right yeah and it's also like <laughs> the most Mormon rich county in the country too right Happy Valley Utah what did you say? It's the most rich? Mormon rich. Like, it yeah, has the most Mormons. Mormons per capita. Cap- yeah. Per yeah, capita. Yeah, and, uh... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it has a, like, a serious, like, opioid issue, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're talking, like, all, of, like, the mobs are on it. It is, a. Uh... Is it a reflection of mental health, do you think? Well, I think there is something to be said about, like, I know I'm not going to, like, name names or anything, but I know of a doctor who is super Mormon who won't let his wife go on uh, depression pills. And it's like, he's obviously going, he's digging more into his faith, right, than he is... Mm -hmm what he knows as a doctor I which is that that is that worrisome Ooh. okay so here's a question 
Mormon Mormon gospel teaching. If you're faithful to God, he will take care of you. And there is a there is a widespread belief that if you have mental health problems, that you're not living the gospel good enough. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Is that carrying into that doctor's saying that his faith is greater than the... Because even in the mission field, it was looked down upon if you take depression meds. So no, if you're I not... Mean, yeah, that's, not, that's the story. If you are... If you need depression meds, it's because you're not faithful enough. I remember that narrative so, quite clearly. Yeah. So if that doctor is not prescribing his wife depression meds, then it's making a, a taboo for health medication, which makes, is making the black market because you're, ha you're having to keep it secret, keeping the facade of not being on anything, which is where a lot of yeah, addiction comes from anyway. He's going against his, what he learned in medical school. Right. Right. I guess that's just his choice as a doctor to be like, no, like he would. Well, God's ways are higher than your ways, thus saith the Lord. So maybe he thinks, well, the the medicine's not quite up on getting into the Book of Mormon and curing your depression. Yeah, I guess he prescribed it to other people. I think he would. Maybe not. Does he know something about the statistics about drugs in Utah and how it? I'm pretty sure he was he's good at like prescribing painkillers, but I'm not totally sure on that one. I, don't quote me on that. <clears throat> but I'm right. not name I'm not naming names anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're not naming names on this anymore. <laughs> New rule, no names. Unless uh, you really deserve it. <laughs> so, that's bothers me. The other part the other part about Utah drugs is the weed laws. And how we voted for this to be legal, and then they kind of made the law weird so that they it's figured just... figured a way to, like, fuck us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the weed laws are awful. And um, over a billion dollars in tax revenue from Utahns was spent at the Nevada border. <laughs> so what the fuck, Utah? Let's just get on it. Don't you want a billion weed dollars? Nah. Nah, fuck that. And then, <laughs> because all of this is illegal, because all of the the Shit. plant earth medicine, like, all of the earth medicine is illegal. <laughs> all of the man-made medicine is up for grabs under... This is just making a shit ton of meth towns. Yep. So, people are gonna get it. <laughs> We are not healing ourselves. We're just burying our problems in all of our meth towns. I drive through so many small towns and I look around and I'm like, this is a hole. We and I don't mean to, I don't mean to insult your place. town, but look around, <laughs> look around your town. What the fuck's going on? Well, yeah. And then it's like, you can't, you're not getting a paid a living wage. You can't get out of here. You're losing your goddamn mind. Yeah. Do meth. I let's do meth. <laughs> Let's I do get pills, it. you know. Jesus. Yeah. That's what bothering me about Utah and drugs. Yeah. Utah and drugs. What's bothering you about Utah? Uh, I need to look up her name. That freaking legislator chick who was like the semen stops in the canal 
in the cervix. Hold on. Oh. <clears throat> what was her name? Utah. It's not giving me what I want. Carrie Ann Lizenby, a member of the Utah House of Representatives, recently said that she believes women control can control the intake of semen during sex. That's some uh, that's that's some patriarchal bullshit right there. Patriarchal bullshit. Because if somebody gets pregnant through a rape and it's the woman let the semen in, that means the woman consented. No, that's some patriarchal bullshit. That person needs to have some serious therapy. Case closed. I, it's okay. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Yep. It says that like, it just says so much about how women are responsible for everything when it comes to how a man feels when it, when it comes to sex. Period. Whether, when it comes to how a man blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and which is so not the, the case and women are physically not you know we're, we're not as strong as men but it also speaks huge volumes about sexual education in this state you're like, right holy shit <laughs> and she's going to be adamant that she's right she that's how she was taught <clears throat> she apologized oh she did yeah because she had to yeah because the entire world was roasting her oh yeah 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 because think like everyone was like are you for real like how embarrassed like hello but like she (laughs) it's just so embarrassing that you have women that are just so anti-women and it's because they're so uneducated and they're so brainwashed by the patriarchy and like this fucking (laughs) religious bullshit that it's just like women are somehow in control of all this shit and it's just like also do you know how fast and how how fast semen shoots it's like what 30 miles an hour or some shit and women are just gonna stop it yeah haven't you ever gotten it somewhere you didn't want to that's because you're not fast enough (laughs) i just I don't know. I, it's just embarrassing more than anything. I mean, yes. And then the fact that she's also a like a representative, a representative, yeah, a woman representative, yeah, like a yeah. You would think that that was not coming from that. Yeah, and it's just like holy. You you should have to pass a test. Like you should have to pass some sort of test. You don't say. Jesus. more public office people should have at least some knowledge or some training some uh, some, some man. licensure and insurance <laughs> I mean maybe I, why why <laughs> just kidding let's talk about cops let's talk about cops oh by the way remember when I said that that cop was like you're a four-way stop and I was like oh I stopped it was a four-way stop and I stopped because I thought they made it a four-way stop well I didn't really think that I stopped but it wasn't a four-way stop I didn't need to stop so fuck that cop what he got my face for no reason that's nuts you don't know what I'm talking about do you I don't (laughs) (laughs) okay remember when I went to my mom's house yes 
and the cop came up behind me and he's like that was a four-way stop you need to stop you're gonna kill someone and i was like i did stop what are you doing and like i got in his face too and you're like i have a podcast <laughs> i didn't tell him i had a podcast but i think he realized the situation and i was taller than him remember and he was just oh like, yeah Whatever, remember when you well, but you were driving drunk yes i was driving drunk <laughs> Um, well, I went and drove by specifically the last time I was down south, and it is mm-hmm. not a four-way stop. Wow. He, just got, he pulled me over and got my face for no reason. He was just like, you look hot. No. He <laughs> just had a... He was just being a fucking cop. <sighs> yeah. Fucking cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, that lady. Oh, my God. The patriarchy doesn't serve very many people, and I've been on one today on my Facebook. You're back Did on you want me to... Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> uh, today I posted a repost that says, the reason your grandmother didn't leave your grandfather has less to do with some moral compass or love than you think. Until 1964, an employer could refuse to hire you because you were a woman. Until 1974, refusing to sell a woman a home was legal. Until 1988, you could refuse to rent to a woman with children. Contrary to what people believe, women didn't stay because relationships were better. They stayed because society wasn't designed for their independence. Yeah. You couldn't, and, like, uh, th- like, you couldn't get a checking account until like the 70s. Yes. Like, come on. So uh, people have been the dick ain't sp- that good. Sp- spicy in my comments. And somebody said, I think they said this facetiously. Now men have to be extra careful. They have to make enough to keep the wife happy, but not too much that she'd be comfortable living in alimony or half of all the assets. Laugh face. Um, Why? <laughs> <clears throat> this guy was just saying like, yeah, now men have to be careful so that they don't make too much. So they're, their ex-wives aren't happy when they leave them type of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, Um, So then, like, I hopped on and I said something. And the last thing is that I said was, like, zero of my wife and mom friends are sitting around eating bonbons and watching soap operas. And then Spence got on and he's like, "It's le- unless it's Love is Blind Brazil and I get to, I, I get you those chocolates you like. <laughs> and I said, hey... <laughs> Get back to work. That alimony won't earn itself. <laughs> hey, listen. You make more with being with him than when I without him, huh? <laughs> hey, listen. I mean, I told Spence, you know, I'm not over. You know, I'm not here for your bonbons, right? <laughs> well, his yeah. his juicy bonbons also that booty. And he's pretty cute. I'm not here for his alimony. I'm just. I am here because I want to be. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I feel like. Uh... If I got divorced, I would just want... I mean, you have a kid, so it's different. But if I got divorced, I'd just want to be like, uh, bye, see ya. Don't talk to me anymore. Unless we were, like, cool. You Who? Know? You and Spence? No, me and my what are you potential... Saying? My husband, my ex-husband. My, my yes. f- fictitious ex-husband. Okay. I, li- I live in my friend's basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the future, when you have divorced your future husband. <clears throat> yeah, when I... Down the line. <laughs> Much further down the line. When I found a man who could tolerate me and uh, we marry, 
but we don't get a wedding. Because what I learned this summer is that <laughs> weddings are a fucking scam, and I will never, ever, ever have one. <laughs> I Good for you. I will never have a wedding. <laughs> so when you break up with your future life long-term partner, <laughs> and you don't get alimony because you didn't get married... No, I will have. I will get married. I just won't have a wedding. Oh. Because I do weddings for a living, and it's just the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And, and you're over supposed again. to think like you're having a unique experience. You're not. You're not. not. <laughs> you just Everybody's like... getting gin and tonics. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's wearing Gigi Pip hats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, everyone's doing like a four first look. Everyone's getting their dress hung in a tray. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wait, did you get your dress hung in a tree? No. <laughs> I thought it'd be cute. No, that's the trend. That's the oh trend my God. right now. You've seen yeah. it. Um, but uh, yeah. One once the marriage ends, I think I just want to be like peace, deuces. Leave with what you came with. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is a lot more now. Yeah. It'll be fine. The plan is not to leave Spence. I'm talking about me, damn it. I know, but I get worried about me. I watched this documentary on Hulu called The Wild Crime, where this guy, uh, like, totally murders his first and second wives, and the second wife was murdered in a, um, like, park, like a national park. Sometimes you gotta, you know? (gasps) He pushes her off, though. He pushes her off, right? Yeah, Yeah. I've seen it. And all of these, like, clues are, like... Is this Spence? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're coming up on our 12th anniversary. Wait a minute. Yeah, but are you guys going on that kind of a hike? No fucking no. And <laughs> so there you we go, for you sure go, as go. hell are not doing any more hiking now so that not I don't get now. murdered. No. That's no, that's for victims of murder, not for me. I am a car <laughs> hiker. If you're going to kill me, you're going to have to think of something better than that. <laughs> Uh, you're like you could kill. I'll kill you first. What about that? <laughs> we'll be like, we'll be like, I'll beat you to the punch. You don't have to murder me. I'll just self murder. <laughs> I need I'll to edit like, that. Out. Jokes on you, dude. I wish I was dead. So come on, let's do this. <laughs> Fucking do it. <laughs> Best anniversary gift ever. <laughs> you go nearer and nearer to the edge of the cliff. Like, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> push me, push me, push me. Come here, babe. Run at me. Hug me. <laughs> the, the suicide ideation has been a little better. So. Um, that's not as prevalent for me. Did I tell you that I was going off my meds? Uh, I watched it happen on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's right. I know I did it somewhere. <laughs> um, I know I did it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I decided I'd rather be uh, bipolar and than depressed. So I went off my lithium because also going and getting my levels checked is not my personality. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's not it's just not Good my fucking, fucking personality <laughs> you're as bad as me and you don't like it <clears throat> do you like it no <laughs> okay well then fuck off <laughs> don't come at me with that heat with that thunder <laughs> we should rename this um, podcast to dysfunctional as fuck or something <laughs> dilf <laughs> dilf <laughs> Dads, I'd like to function. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, back to my story. 
Where was I? I don't even remember what I was talking about. Damn it, woman. Getting, but like, listen, I was in a deep fucking depression. Like, a deep depression. Like, yeah. for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, <laughs> which is like three of you, uh, <laughs> I was, so I have like, I work and I do weddings outside and it's like a 10 hour a day job, eight to 10 hours a day. Um, and it's like, I sweat and I'm like working, like I'm like moving and stuff. So like, I obviously need to shower at the end of the day mm-hmm. and I like to be clean and I like showers and I like to turn on the tunes and like have a good time. I like to like shave my body and like yeah. do facials. Like I actually like to do self care and I just haven't been doing it haven't been doing it and after work i would come home and be like gross and would just go to bed and i would sleep for like 12 to 16 hours and i would get up kind of give myself a horror's bath (laughs) and uh go back Uh, to work pits tits and bits (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like do that's also called the mom shower (laughs) mom shower and I wasn't wearing makeup and um like my hair is like a mess and I'm just like whatever and like I'm losing it kind (laughs) of and I'm just like depressed and I was like fuck this so I just stopped taking it and I get a doctor's appointment and I'm just like I'm gonna like get back on my old shit like Mm -hmm. Cause I was having really bad anxiety attacks, like getting like, so we have like a checklist of everything we need to do to get these weddings together. And it's like tables, tablecloths, ch- chargers, napkins, silverware, blah, 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 blah. And I was having panic attacks about it. Like these crazy mm. intense panic attacks, like, mm. like, you know, and it's like, I have to do all of this. And it's like, well, I have six hours. I have three people doing it with me. We have Machine Gun Kelly playing, like, mm-hmm. we're going to get through this. <laughs> um, but uh, I was, like, panicking. So I went to the doctor, and she was like, you don't have to tell me twice to get you off lithium. She's like, it, like, immediately makes you gain 40 pounds. And my knees have wow. been hurting so bad. Ugh. Like, my knee, I, like, I've been barely, like, it's, I've been struggling. <laughs> like, physically struggling. And... I'm, you know, back on the Paxil, back on, uh, I'm gonna not be such a party girl with the Xanax this time around. That's good. Uh, yeah, so I'm just, like, doing Paxil. She also has me on a mood stabilizer, um, for bipolar, so we're still, like, addressing it, but just not as aggressively. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, she's, like, I do not like lithium. She's, like, I hate that they gave that to you. She's, like, so, she's, like, I'm glad you tried it out. She's, like, but... <laughs> She's like, let's just get you off of it, get you off something, get you on something else. And then they put me on like a shit ton of vitamin D too. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping. You'll feel better. I hope everyone who's listening can understand how fucking annoying being mentally ill is and how yes. hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> how hard we try. How hard yes. we try. My friend was like, respectfully, I was high and I was like texting her and I was kind of really upset that my walls were so fucking gray and like there's no color on my walls Uh and she was like why don't you just fucking paint your walls right and i was like because then i would have to like actually stay here and like i (laughs) think my ultimate fear is that i've been just moving 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 i don't have any roots 
I don't, I don't have, I did never had the luxury of like decorating anything. You know what I mean? So right. she was like, respectfully, you need to get a grip oh, on reality. I love it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I think that's, I think it cured me guys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think my point was, is like having a mental illness takes a lot of hours to fucking have responsibility for like if you want to stick around and try to be a productive or whatever the fuck that means member of society your family your social circles take care of yourself you know Uh wash your body you have to have all of these brain chemicals balanced and that takes time energy patience and money and it's awful yeah yeah (laughs) like I and like the the amount of beating up myself that I did that I was like I can't believe you went to bed sweaty like that covered in cake <laughs> covered in you know what I mean like yeah. the dirt the mountain like disgusting but I was just like I didn't have the, I couldn't even the thought of the thought of getting in that shower seemed like such torture and I was so exhausted and I can't believe that I went to work without showering again. That's so disgusting. Wow. But, like, it was, like, for someone who can't even understand that, that's, like, we'll just hop in the shower. Totally. Totally mm-hmm. get it. Totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what I'm, saying, what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine? That's what I'm fucking saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm glad that you are figuring it out. I mean, for now, I'm really, Hawaii has got to help, right? There's, I mean, there's a double-sided coin here. You could just be running away. I kind of think that that's a cheap um, thing for people to say, is that you're running away from your problems when, if you're around your problems a lot, a fresh perspective could really help you work some things out. So I don't, I think that I'm under the impression that it's going to be better for you. You're going to unwind and untangle some of that stuff. Well, I don't feel like they're my problems. My problems are all internal. I feel there's no, I don't have anything here that I'm like booking it from. I don't know know if you know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, (laughs) What? <laughs> a lot of your shit stems from this state, this place that's like all of these people and all of this stuff happening around you. Like when I removed myself on a mission and went to <laughs> fucking Indiana, it was space enough for me to just have some peace and well, unravel was, some I w- stuff. I was thinking about that too, because I was like, I haven't left the state for a decade. Um, it's actually been l- longer than that. I was like 22 when I came back <clears throat> the last time and I wasn't in a good headspace when I was gone, but it was so good for me to be gone. So Mallory was telling me the ocean is a three minute walk from our house. Wow. If my ass is not in that ocean every single day, I'm an asshole. Yeah. So if you have the Hawaii experience, definitely go overboard. Like, I, I, 
but I'm just imagining myself face down on my bed the whole time. <laughs> you, yeah, you might, you might get there. You might decide, oh, I really do have a problem with just being in my bed a lot. Maybe you'll make a goal to do it like one time that week and then two times that week. And then like, I don't know. You don't know. No, I love to swim and um, I believe Mallory will be there. Well, and I believe in the healing powers of the earth. And yeah. I believe that Utah is dying, especially Salt Lake Valley. Salt Lake Valley is not what it was when I moved down up when I moved up here. Right. And like sometimes I wonder if the lack of oxygen and the lack of water things mm-hmm. that that we need to live or thrive is just at a not very good level here <laughs> even yeah, getting like- out of the high west mountain desert like the elevation is bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for depression mm-hmm. so yeah that's I mean like everything I mean even my skin is going to improve yeah which is going to be good so so I have thought of like I don't think I'm built for this like I re- definitely want to find something a little bit more friendly to life <laughs> more friendly to life like uh, Wendover. <laughs> it's out of the Mountain West. <laughs> like uh, Wendover. <laughs> uh, do you have one more thing about uh, more Utah that you don't like, or <clears throat> can I move on? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Dating Mormon boys. I've never done it. Well... I don't know. <laughs> All right. Here's my little spiel on dating Mormon boys. And I'm talking about Mormon boys. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about currently Mormon boys. This is the stereotype you guys have, okay? Inexperienced okay. in sex. Right. Or experienced in sex and hypocritical. Yeah. Um... This basically stems to people um, asking for too much in a in in a in a young woman that has been told all of her life that her celibacy and her prize jewel ruby whatever the fuck the pearl or whatever the dollar bill that you are before you're crumpled up is pristine and then she goes on these priesthood holding boy things and these priesthood holding boys want to kiss you want to touch you want to make excuses for you, for them want to squeeze their nipples yes <laughs> and like so that's hypocritical or they'll be like i can't join you for coffee because i'm mormon but can you send nudes <laughs> like that's fucking hypocritical or and they'll just like use this kind of priesthood power could be to kind of get what they want and then like excuse their behavior because they've repented and have whatever priesthood privilege. Um, and then you get those same guys that are just inexperienced in sex. And when you get into a marriage and they don't know what the fuck they're doing, that's a bad, I mean, it's been nine years and it's great, but it wasn't so great. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was scary for me. And it was not, I mean, it was not scary. It was scary for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> 25-year-old virgins 
they exist in a lot of places. Why are we so inexperienced in sex? So there's just there's just a whole problem. There's a whole problem there. Then you have traumatized exmos, traumatized ex Mormon boys, who really need to go to therapy, but their previous culture didn't encourage that. So that that's the kind of guy, or they're but Republican. They still- they still kind of act like uh, Mormon boys that like kind of want to be waited on hand and foot and want to play. Oh my God. That's know? coming. That's or they're Republican. We don't need to go there or they're misogynistic. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> why? Tell when... me why. <laughs> The type of boy here, I'm so sorry for people. And, like, I hope the culture is changing. But the kind of men that are our age or that used to, like, that I used to date back 10, 15 years ago. It's a terrible kind of boy. Terrible. It sucks dating here. Uh, here's, here's my experience. All right. Uh... There is, uh, I think it's just they don't know how to act because they've only acted the one way, mm-hmm. and I think when they leave their religion in their marriage, they when they start when they start Mormon, <laughs> they still are Mormon. They're pretty they're pretty Mormon in their marriage still, even though they're they've left the religion. Yes. So they don't know how to act when they leave. They act like they're dating like they when they were teenage Mormon boys. And mm. they're stupid as fuck. Mm. And that's that. That's that. <laughs> and they, uh, I don't know, should read a book, <laughs> maybe meditate, maybe get some uh, emotional intelligence. Maybe like start working on your emotional factor, emotional emotional quotient. intelligence. Boom. Nailed it. What's that you ask? Google it. <laughs> What's how do you get it? Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Haven't gotten it. <laughs> but we're asking it. it of you. <laughs> no, we're all working on it, honestly. But uh, I mean, like we've talked about before, the patriarchy does not serve its people. Uh, who like do you honestly? Why do you want to be in charge unless it's like sexual? And that's why sometimes, yeah, like, come on, let me, let me be in charge of me and you be in charge of you and let's be a power couple. Being a power couple is way hotter. Yeah, it is. And equality is way sexy. Because did you know if you let your wife do what she is going to be good at, it's going to be great. It's called a double income. You ever heard of it? Look it up. It's called dink. Dual income, no kid. That (laughs) life. I didn't know how good that life was until I lost it. And now I'm like, (laughs) miss that. Miss that. Love the kid, though. Love the kid, for real. Love the kid, for real. Okay, here's a Mormon-related story. All right. Okay, so as you guys know, I work weddings. So I work at a wedding venue, which means random photographers come in it's a cycle okay depends on whatever the bride hires the photographer so we have this one photographer who came in 
I don't know what her name is. Let's just call her Emma or something. I think I call all my, uh, I think I call everybody Emma. <laughs> yeah, that's prob- probably, it's, it's, it's a it's popular a, name. It's an honor of Joseph Smith's wife. Uh, <laughs> Emma Smith. Anyway, oh her name's Emma. She is seriously so fucking funny. So like we chill the whole time, the whole wedding. Right. So like, I'll be like passing hors d'oeuvres or whatever, or like moving something or like working, making drinks. She'll come around. She'll come behind the bar. We'll like shoot the shit, make each other like piss our pants. Cause we're laughing so hard <laughs> <laughs> and then continue, you know, we'll, we just have a good time with each other. Right. Yeah. So one wedding, we happen to have like a shit ton of downtime together. She told me that when she was 18, she's like, I was super Mormon. She's like, I was Mormon my whole entire life. She's like, and then um, she was like, I was engaged. And then I got a really bad car wreck and I hit my head really hard. And she has like a, you can see the crack in her head. Wow. And she was already engaged to be married in the temple. She was like on her way. And she followed through with it. (laughs) She's got kids. She was more or less expressing not regret, but like uh, she was like somber (laughs) about Mm -hmm. the way that her life's gone because she said, after I hit my head, I stopped believing. Mm. (laughs) She's like, Mm. she she didn't. She was like, I, I, and then she kind of like backtracked. She's like, well, well, it was, she's like, it was, it was like, uh, she's like, I just, I just started thinking a different way. She's like, and I started questioning things. And she's like, and I know you're not supposed to do that. And I like, she's like, but I can't help questioning things. And when you question things, like it's hard, but like, no matter, like if you question things, like it's just, it's there, you know? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) like I was like waiting for her to go like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, and I'm like, are you going to leave the church? And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, my husband's way in, into it, and uh, he doesn't he doesn't want to talk about it. And wow. he's the one I'd have to talk to about it. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> but I was thinking about how nuts it would be to be, like, fully invested on this path, get in a car wreck, hit your head. Yep. And then still be on this path, but you're like s- recovering from this car wreck. My God. <sighs> I'm just like. My God. And then you come into my life, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. I've stolen Kendra's catchphrase. <laughs> that Isn't would that be, crazy, though? That would be so so heartbreaking to like no uh, like I guess you did a really good word sobering somber sobering, sobering. So she was, yeah. it was she was somber about it somber like to just like you've literally gaslit yourself out of your own experience but it's due to a car accident so how do you not like say well I had a car accident I have brain I could have brain damage that has turned off my faith like oh wow and it seems that she is aware she's aware that the faith button got turned off 
or she got the sense knocked into her. I think that's what she's struggling with. Yeah. Like, did something get turned off or did something get knocked into her? Like some sense. Yeah. Yeah. But who, who's to say? Yeah. She right. Has to, she has to question her own experience because it was due to tragedy or to, to trauma. And before she has time to process this and she's like a teenager doing mm-hmm. the, the child bride thing that we do here. Uh, she's, having babies and and she's telling me about this life because she's like yeah my husband has this one job and then he works at the pool and she goes and my kids are with him all the time at the pool during the summertime she's like so I'm just kind of alone a lot (laughs) and you can tell she's like processing Mm. all this shit and she's the she's a great photographer and I love when she's there like we have a good time but um time before last we had like this kind of deep talk and then this time the last time I saw her I was like hey girl what's up and she was like hey and we were kind of like hey but she kind of kept her distance and I know why you know Mm -hmm. so wow send a link I want to see who she is I okay well um but she's uh she's cool I mean nothing but love but it was it was weird for her to just kind of bring that to me, like like how she did, you know. Yeah. We could have talked about it. we could have talked about anything, you know. But how she was just like, yeah, when I was eighteen, and she has like her her oldest is like fifteen, you know. Wow. I'm just like. Shit. That is so. That is a lot. That is a lot. Deconstructing my faith was life changing, and I don't understand. I mean. To kind of, I mean, it feels like, this is, sounds so weird, but it feels like if you, if me today went back in time and told myself before I got married, the church isn't true and, like, you're gay. You'd be like, get that. I'd be like, I mean, that tracks, but like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, it kind of feels you just feel like, like it was a test. I don't know. I might question my sanity. No. I don't know. Because well, I, I believe in my dreams, too. So I could have done it in my dreams, and I could have just, like, said, nah. Meh. I feel like for her, I wonder, like, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, where it's like, first of all, there's that questioning thing where did it knock some sense into her, or did it turn off, the, like, the faith complex, faith whatever button. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's also like did it rob her of when she was like I don't know 30 innocent joy <laughs> no like oh. leaving the church oh. naturally naturally mm. leaving the church mm. because will she ever now be able to right because she hit her head you know it's just this, this, this thing and she was even like you know I started questioning it you're not supposed to do that She, it's weird to me how Mormons will straight be like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, we all knew, like, I knew when I was a Mormon, you're not supposed right. to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, doubt Your Doubts was a huge thing when I was starting to question my testimony because I got right. married in the temple. And then I was like, that's fucking it, huh? I really have fallen from grace because I, I came home from a mission, felt that demotion, and then, like, that trying to deconstruct that. And then all of that stuff about. Kate Kelly, John DeLynn, the gays was happening right around the time when I was just like, 
and doubt your doubts was such a huge thing. So I don't know if I would have stayed. I mean, I think I think I would have chosen the same path, but like, yeah, you're right. She is robbed of that experience, gradually getting out of it in instead. Well, is she <clears throat> like she's cool chick? Like she's an ally. She's that's I I'm I'm beginning to understand what you're talking about. Your uh, progressive Mormons. Yeah, Pragmos. I've been keeping my eye out for them. <laughs> Ever since you've been like, no, 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 no. Like, we get a lot of Pragmo uh, florists and stuff. Yeah. Up at, up at the up at the, uh, the end. <laughs> um, but she's one, too. But, like, uh, I, I get what you mean. I don't know. I just, I think she would be a cool guest to have on at some point. Um, I told her that, too. I was like, come on the pod. Just because she almost died in a car wreck and she's a photographer right. so she's creative right. you know so she would have cool things to say but wow. um i don't know like <laughs> i don't know how crazy would it be to hit your head and lose your faith damn that's a sobering story <laughs> I i'll be thinking kinda... on that for a while that's impactful that's an impactful it's impactful, Concept. but it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. Like I like I think about when I was eighteen, and I was already out. I was already emotionally out when I was eighteen. So I was like, that's empowering. But it's like if I was in a super Mormon family, and I was already on this path where I was, I think she was like already on the path of marriage. Right. How, how terrifying would that be? Yeah. 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 So. Wow. I don't know. Did you see the new Thor yet? No. Are we done talking about Utah? Because I'm not done. Keep going. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is this. Things that bother me about Utah. Pioneer Day is what bothers me about Utah. That's it. Pioneer Day. Why? Tell me more. Tell me more. I used to be such a fan of Pioneer Day. Because you could clog in the parade. Uh, absolutely. The small townness of it. It was like two Fourth of July's, first of all. So, and like, it's something to fucking do out in the heat. It's like the hottest day of the year. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, I it's don't like know. the beginning of a novel or something. Yeah. And like the small townness, we all go to the same small town, do a huge parade. It's the same one as in Richfield 20 days before, but we do it again. Uh, there's some sprinkling of hand carts whatever um smoky the bear always is there he's always there's always a otter pop being hucked around i feel like it's such a fun reminiscent memory like down to like the fireworks show at the middle school where the hill catches on fire you know like there is like a magic about that (laughs) and yet stepping away from the religion stepping away from the trauma that is associated with my hometown and upbringing stepping away and stepping back back and back and back and back I'm like we're celebrating something kind of shitty which is um, stilling the land yes (laughs) which is genocide murder all for what a fictional story, a Rocky Mountain sex cult by by Brigham Young. Okay, like, okay, it okay, is making me mad. Okay, it is, all right. If we don't all start right. a band called Rocky Mountain Sex Cult immediately, <laughs> what 
What is this all for? What what has this all been for? <laughs> I did not coin that. I found that on Reddit years ago. Rocky Mountain. But it got me thinking. It is uh Yeah, just looking back and then like the way it has to be pie and beer day if you're ex Mormon and I don't even like beer. Well, I don't like the two together for sure, to be fair. And I wonder could you put beer in pie crust and would it be good? I bet that would be okay. okay. No, because it's yeasty. Oh, true, 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 true. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> Are you ready for why I don't really like the 24th of July? Yeah. It's my mom's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Everybody was missing it. No, that's not true. <laughs> um, It was, okay, so it was a weird, it was like a weird day because my mom was depressed for like half the day and then she always wanted to go to the fireworks, but like nothing was ever good enough and, um, we like never had any money of course and it was like the middle of summer so we were all sick of each other and like i like we would sometimes we'd go to Penguich because they Penguich does the 24th of july but not the fourth which always made me hate Penguich. Mm-hmm. and um <laughs> i like i like monroe i love going to monroe for the the parade but to go to monroe to the parade and then go back for the fireworks fireworks we usually chose the fireworks yeah but yeah it's the hill starting on fire for sure oh yeah (laughs) we that is the reason we go my cousin amber and i the whole reason we go is to see how much of the fire gets lit because we're like oh that one's (laughs) that one skimmed the skimmed the surface of the grass i wonder if that's going to catch the lawn on fire (laughs) (laughs) One time, my uh, my brother's friend Chris got hit in the neck with a firework at the, at the Fourth of July. Oh my God! With a particle, we kept it. It was like, it was like the size of my hand. Um, I do love the smell of fireworks. They smell very good. Yeah, like yeah, gunpowder. Like gunpowder. But I am not a huge fan of the Sulfur. genocide. I will say. <laughs> I would yeah. pass on. I would probably pass on fireworks. I wanted to go year. over. I want to go over the names of the Native American land that the Mormons took over for their Rocky Mountain sex cult. Okay. Ute. Yep. Timpanogos. Mm-hmm. Shoshone. Pueblo. Paiute. Goshute. Hopi. Dene. There's more. This is the list that I found. Okay. That's a... L- that is culture. Yeah. That is human being. That is not a fan fiction of a Bible group. Uh, fuck the Nephites and the Lamanites. Fuck that. Uh, and the tennis shoes that they wore. Did you read those books? Oh my god. No, you did though, Chris Heimerdinger. <laughs> Is that how you said his last name? I never I never really I was just like whatever Heimer something. I got I lost interest halfway through the name. Eight. Oh there is oh, there is eight. Uh tribal nations. 
Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I thought Kasherim was one of them, but maybe that was uh, a chief. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Kasherim's a tribe. It is a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Okay. Um, that is a ton of fucking people, and it's people that we hold. I mean, near and dear. We, you know, they're still around, but like, rounded up, murdered, moved around, for what? Their rights were taken away, their religious rights, their communal rights, their their languages, their hair, their children, their homes. So, Pioneer Day! Not all it's cracked up to be, y'all. Do you think it is possible for the pioneers to move in here and it, for it to be peaceful? I feel like I feel like there is a way to cohabitate, right? Because like, people like, are still like, going like, to keep being born. Right? Right. People um, traveling and learning the land and finding resources is a human nature trait. Right? Right. I think um, it takes not pushing agenda for that. Like, I feel like we can peacefully cohabitate if we're respectful of the places that we came from and the places that we're going to and saying, I understand that my way is not the only way of things and I can learn from you. And hopefully that other, other those other people will say the same for you. Um, but I recognize that people have their boundaries too. There's like so much happening on tribal lands that is just simply um, First Nation people just wanting to be heard and respected. Right. So. Which should be able to happen. Like this land is actually their land and it's our land now too I mean it's everybody's land now but like that being said they need to be able to have a voice and a say in what goes on like it shouldn't just be shut them up put them on the res yeah the the conditions on the res need to be better too for sure Yeah. and it's not like yeah 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 that happened so long ago I had nothing to do with it no but you're benefiting from it you're benefiting from it right now I am the house that I'm in the education I got it's a it's like a what's the analogy it's like if you bought a if someone built a building that had that wasn't uh, handicap accessible and you bought the building and you didn't and you're like well I didn't make it not handicap accessible but you didn't put a handicap accessible thing you're Hmm. still part of the problem Mm mm-hmm so it needs to be accessible. Everybody needs to be able to be, everyone needs a seat at the table. Especially First Nations, for Christ's sake. They're First yeah. fucking Nations. You know who doesn't need to be buying houses? Wall Street. Corporations, yeah. Corporations. You know uh, who those low, low income or like lower priced houses that you're buying could go to the impoverished people? that don't have a house why why do people get more than one if so many people don't even have one 
Capitalism doesn't have an end game. It's just money, money, money. Yep. And then it's going to fall in on itself. We're in the end stages of capitalism and it's going to suck. But luckily we're pretty much on the outskirts. Like we're not like too involved in it. It won't be that bad. (laughs) But some people are going to kill themselves over it. Like in the twenties. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's just like it's just a simple fact. It did give me fur loop, but um, I there is a book that I've been wanting to read, although uh, lots happened in the last couple of weeks. But I joined a book club, by the way. Oh yeah, you read? I, I'm gonna try. I've got five five chapters of Wuthering Heights down. Oh. Good on it you. sucks, but I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was like a good one to start with. Well, it's not my choice. It's a book club choice. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, shit. Uh, so anyway, the people in that book are toxic, and I'm like already like that. Just I don't, I don't, you're I don't like, know. I hope they all burn and burst into flames. They're terrible people. Um, the reason why I said that is because there's a book called Guns, Germs, and Steel. Uh huh. By Jared Diamond. Um, it's the fates of human society. Let's see. Guns, germs, and steel argues that cities require an ample supply of food and thus are dependent on agriculture. As farmers do the work of providing food, division of labor allows others freedom to pursue other functions such as mining and literacy. So... Basically, a lot of the determining features of a society that overtakes another another society is the guns, the germs, and the steel. Uh-huh. So I feel like, I don't know, there's a piece of me that's just like, I, I didn't, I really would love to decolonize myself and move to uh, split in half and move back to... Scotland or Mexico but then there's other part of me that's like can't can't do that at all so we like what do you think is the what I'm asking is what do you think is the um the ramp the handicap accessibility ramp of our situation um I think I've been uh kind of paying attention to the French Revolution lately lately Hmm. Uh, and it was, I think what needs to happen is that, and what happened in the revolution is the 1% refused to pay taxes. And so like the poor people like were like fucking killing, you know? Hmm. So I think we need to become equal. Everyone needs to become equals again. Because right now, we're not colonizers. We're we're not. It's not a colonization thing right now. It's a classism thing. It's a classism thing. Mm-hmm. It's always been a classism thing. Like we came over here on the boats just like everyone else, and um, like especially us Wild West folks who came with religious persecution. Like, I understand that we slaughtered Native Americans. I get that. Uh, 
which is not okay. But like, there's certain things that it's just like, I don't know what my heritage is really. And I don't know what me moving back to England or whatever, that's putting a burden on England. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, what needs to happen is we need to have our system break and have the dust settle and have us all be more equals like everybody and I think we're pretty close to that I feel pretty like I know we talked about this like last time but I feel pretty oppressed as a person living in this this current situation so I feel like that's probably it yeah we're gonna just break it's gonna be enough and then we're gonna put in some healthy boundaries like uh billionaires are raping our whole entire world they could solve our crisis and we are in crisis right now and for people who are like oh you want billionaires yeah i do want the billion i don't have the money to solve the problem if i did i would if you have the if you have the means to do it we are in a society we are an ecosystem we are all on the same planet so we are in crisis right now and the people who have the money to, to solve the problem need to do it. The people who have the means to solve the problem need to do it. People need to be held accountable, period. And that's the billion, the people who have the money to do it, and that's the people who are causing the problems. Do you think that they're just trying to create slave labor? Uh, I think it's capitalism. It's who can make the most money. Yeah. And it's a, it's a game. So they they definitely win by keeping us down here. Yeah, and it's like, we lost when we started sending our labor over to China because they do slave labor. It's like, well, we Americans don't. Well, yeah, we do because our Nikes, freaking three-year-olds make our Nikes. That's when, as soon as we allowed that to happen, we became a country that is back engaging in slave labor. Globalism is killing us. Yeah, we have, we have blood on our hands we've had blood on our hands since the beginning of our country there was like a moment there where we didn't (laughs) but sort of we did because we were treating black people poorly here and women poorly here and pocs poorly here yeah well don't forget that like christopher columbus and spain was doing that same thing to latin america so like like yeah The whole thing is just like, people are horrible fucking creatures. So I think we need probably alien intervention. That's probably the the only fucking solution is alien intervention. Because I don't know. Like, I think we might deteriorate as a earth, as an ecosystem, and as a society. The earth's going to be just fine. Humans aren't going to make it. The earth will be just fine. Uh... I don't know with the invention of machinery kind of feels like we might kill the earth and it's going to be like a Mad Max scenario. No, the earth will be, well, the earth might go into like a slumber, but the earth will be just fine. <laughs> uh, like a million years on earth. Don't mean shit to, to her. She don't give no shits. So like to make us like go, that. to make us go away. Okay, cool. Let's go into a Mad Max scenario where we all but die off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there's evidence that it's happened before. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know. I just want to make a good human. Sorry, I made a kid, guys. 
That's all right. Fine. Just make the one. Oh, he's tube tied, so we good. His yeah. tubes are his tubes are tied. <laughs> <laughs> They're clamped and severed, actually. Um, clamped and severed, but he can get them like put back together, right? Yeah, I mean it's a surgery. It would be a longer surgery than the severed and clamped type of thing. Severed, clamped, and cauterized, actually. Shit. But it, did it hurt? How bad did it hurt? Oh my god, he was on Valium. He had local anesthesia. I mean, uh-huh. it hurt. It didn't feel good. Was it pressure, though? I mean, I know you told me already, and you told us all. You told the listeners, but I want to know. <laughs> was it like, was it pressure, or was it like, ow? Or was he uh, under? No, no, he, he was, was not under. He, I don't remember like, that. He was like giving you eye contact. No, I was giving eye contact to the downstairs. <laughs> I was like, like, I need to see this. I, was I need to make sure. I need to make sure it's done. But yeah, it was interesting. They look like spaghetti noodles. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then he does oh. like a clamp and a clamp. A, a cut a wide cut and then a cauterization on both of those ends and then tucks that back in and then yep um yikes okay so what do we think about AOC getting arrested oh I had no idea about this here's what I think uh tell me the story when they get arrested is more symbolic than anything. But I think she has a lot of potential, but I'm so sick of her photo ops. I'm sick of them. Am I wrong here with AOC and her fucking photo ops? So what happened? She was protesting abortion, which good. She should be. Yes. Um, and she was sitting in the road, which means she got arrested because she was blocking traffic. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you could just tell that she was looking back to make sure that the photo, like the pictures were getting taken of her. Yeah. If you're going to be a public servant, just do it. Not for the views. Well, but like, I I understand that making noise is part of the, part of the gig. Like if you, you know what I mean? Like getting arrested. I don't know. Like when she went down to the border in all white and was like on the fence and like acting like she was crying and there was no one around and she's getting her picture taken just for a yeah. photo op yeah <laughs> like why give anyone that fuel why you know why yeah like people are gonna take a picture of you girl they're gonna get a pic- that picture you don't need to make sure you don't need to turn around and make sure right i don't know <laughs> it just soured it for me i was just like Whatever. do you think she knows that she is like it's a gimme or whatever do you think if if she knows that it's she's already not going to get in very much trouble for it, why not make the most noise? Is that is that a possibility? No, that's that what I'm. Sa- that? That's exactly what I'm saying though. So like, why t- like it was so obvious that she was making sure that she got a picture taken. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's like they're gonna make sure that they get you. You're like the most famous Democratic senator we have right now, besides Bernie. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just feel like it's like. People don't, don't even say her full name. That's how famous she is. Right. Well, uh, or yeah. maybe that's how racist they are. What is her Al- name? Alexander. 
Alexandria. I don't know. Alexandria <laughs> Ocasio Cortez. Cortez. I don't what know. How did she get? Okay. Denies faking handcuffs after being detained in Supreme Court protest. Hmm. But but like when when she pulls this shit, it leaves her open. Like if it's just clearly she's getting arrested and she should she could just she should have just walked. And yeah. Like yep, getting arrested, whatever. Yeah. Because throughout like the past since there's been female senators, they get arrested for this stuff. It's fine. You know, it's part yeah. of the gig. <laughs> It's just that's part. It's part like you sit in the street, so you'll get arrested. So there'll be a headline. Um, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just her demeanor. It just, I, I shouldn't be scrutinizing her, but I know that everyone else is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why? Why isn't someone telling her like, why? Why are you doing that? Stop doing that. Don't go to the border in white, to knock to n- not visit the actual border. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But just to do a photo op, like stop it. Especially like if she, I'm just so frustrated that she's probably our best hope for like a presidential nomination coming up because she's going to be 35 in 2024. Um, so not this upcoming one, but the next one. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, quit doing this dumb shit. Quit it. Wow. I heard she got arrested and actually this is what I'm going to be honest with you and the listeners is like sometimes I see a headline about somebody and I'm just like I don't fucking care. That's fine too. I got shit to do here. So I don't stay up with everything. No that's fine. I I just wanted to rant about it because I was like oh cool good. Because when I read about it I'm like good she's doing what she should be doing you know. Mm-hmm. Like She's standing up for what her constituents believe in. Because, again, it's a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the fucking picture, and I was so pissed off. <laughs> I was just like, ah! Anyway, totally, it's totally political bullshit. Yeah. Something I do want to talk about is... Uh, so I did not get bullied in school. I don't know if anyone knew this. I didn't really get bullied in school. Uh, I got my hair pulled by Bronson Ogden in preschool. <laughs> I got choked out by Derek Adekai in second grade. I think he had a. Cr- I think both had a crush on me. And then when I moved to, uh, when I moved to Penguich after my mom was uh, violent with me my freshman year uh, a girl who was a couple years older than me bullied me every single day in uh, bioag and I my defenses were low like I had just left my mom's house and I didn't have the clout that I had in Richfield hmm. I wasn't an, I wasn't an Alvy in Penguin mm-hmm. you know my cousins weren't even really talking to me. I was a new kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know that if I stood up to this chick, if I would win. So I let her pick on me for a few weeks. And then finally one day I was just like, okay, let's brawl. Let's do it. And um, she was like, God, calm down. Calm down. Like, stop it. 
And I remember the teacher was like, hey, you know, you've been picking on her for, like, weeks. So, like, because she, she goes, Ralph, you going to let her talk to me like that? And he goes, you've been picking on her for weeks. Yeah, oh, I yeah, am. you did tell this story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm going to let you. And I remember uh, a boy her age, she was picking on him in, in, in the hall, and he threw her down the stairs. And anyways, maybe it's shitty to preference what I'm about to say uh, with these instances. But in the group, uh, in the group chat with my guy, with uh, my friends from Panguitch, um, I get a text that she, her husband, her boyfriend shot her in the face. <gasps> shot her, shot her and killed her this week. <gasps> uh, oh my God. And where was she living? Richfield? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, uh, I am friends with her. I, I mean, I'm not friends with anyone anymore, but I was friends with her sisters. Uh, I liked her family. Uh, I eventually made my peace with her, at least. Like, I just was like, whatever. It is, she had anger, but it was just like, yeah. whatever. Uh, I don't know who she is anymore. This was 20 years ago. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> My first reaction when I heard the news was uh, that tracks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I figured, yeah, I, 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 I'm like, I felt that way about her before. I felt like I've wanted to do that to her before. Uh, not, not, not pretty feelings. Right. That is like uh, hard to hard to hear. Right. <laughs> Yourself say things about like that like that like yeah. And then like I'm thinking like I'm also thinking what I know a about my life. And then you know I watch true crime documentaries all day long. Uh <laughs> this doesn't just happen overnight. Uh learning throughout the week uh she the restraining order expired like the week before she told her she told the cops he was going to kill her you know the 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 kids had to he, he had the kids cover their eyes to walk past her body uh that's awful like i First of all, the domestic violence hotline is um, 1-800-799-7233, or you can text START to 88788. I just... I... I don't know... <laughs> Like in my head, I'm thinking, you know, you wonder what happened, how, how, what happened, you know? Yeah. Like the, the, the person that I know is a bully. And yeah. if I, if I had to live in the house with a bully, I don't know what I would do. Like, 
I think about my parents and how my mom would push and pick at my dad and how I don't think my dad was a very violent or uh, aggressive person per se, but you get meth in him and then have my mom picking at him <laughs> and he does what he does. You know, he could have killed her a couple times. Um, and then I'm talking in the group chat and one of my friends says, I bet the family just feels super guilty. And I was just like, there's just only so much you can do. Like, I kind of got defensive. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I'm like, I bet that her, their door was open. Every single one of their doors was open. Like, you can only help someone so much. Like, they have to help themselves. It's so, like, it's so frustrating, domestic violence. And if... Yeah, and I think also people kind of invent the backstory for people. Like, you think that the way you would react is the way that everybody would react. So, I'm, like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is you're right. You don't really know what resources they have available to them and, like, the hands that they had reaching out to them. Well, I know their family. You know, their family is, they're all right or die. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think uh, my friend is kind of taking this because she's not in the most healthy relationship. Um and we're all kind of been like, yo, get out of that relationship. We'll all help you out. Mm -hmm. So I think she's kind of taking it personally, but like, I, it, I just, I just wonder like at what point, whose responsibility is it? Like if you know someone's going to kill you and you don't get yourself out of harm's way, like, it's summertime and isn't that a good excuse to leave work and like go to your mom's house for the week mm -hmm. you know what i mean That's but i'm sad. not like i'm not like victim shaming i mean i, I am victim blaming i always i always am well and there's this there's this piece of you that is like it has been 20 years i don't know the kind of person that she is and like i've been experiencing that same thing like just getting in touch with the Richfield people and being like, you know, it's been 20 years. I don't really know who you are and who you've become. But then I just did that recently and the person is the same damn person that they were 15 years ago. And why did I do that? So like a, a genuinely good part of people want to say that you don't know, you don't know what they've changed into. And then there's a very real chance that they really didn't do any growing. And right. like you, it's like, I don't think you should feel bad with like the feelings that you're processing because it is your high school bully. It is your bully, you know? Well, and that was like, I felt awful. like it was, it was such a, I mean, not, I'm making it about me because whatever, this is my podcast. <laughs> um, I remember, being so shocked that I was being bullied because I never in a million years, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was just like, I'm just going to keep this because she doesn't know who she's fucking with, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'm just going to keep it low. And it also uh, led me to lash out, I believe, to the chick that I asked to prom hmm. Uh, hmm. for April Fool's Day, which I yeah. deeply, deeply regret. Um, because this was all because hurt people hurt people hurt people hurt people and i 
I'm so pissed off at myself for that, which I'm going to take full responsibility for, but I, it was all the same class. It was all, she sat directly across from us. You know what I mean? Uh, it was all the same time, time frame. But like the thing too, is it's just like, I think I'm frustrated because I do really love their family. And I think, uh, despite what the town may think they they are a good family um and they i guess the hus the boyfriend tried to hit her with his car a year ago and she's like and i'm like why the fuck did you stay with him then <laughs> like and i understand i understand that escalation is a thing i get it but at what point you say I just see that she just and again hurt people hurt people hindsight being 2020 where I wonder what happened to her growing up where she was Mm -hmm. a bully how she was Mm -hmm. and how she's just taking this abuse from this guy to the point that she got shot and murdered by him where she got almost ran over by him and thought it was okay Mm -hmm. to where like she just I don't know what the hell like I'm speculating 100% but like it's just like what the hell were you doing girl like why were you there and why didn't you think you were good enough to get out the fuck out of there mm-hmm. like I don't know it just it, it takes and it takes me back to like our childhoods you know what I mean yeah and like <laughs> I remember when I was in eighth grade, a new girl moved to town. Do you remember Cassandra? She had short red hair. I moved in at the last half of eighth grade. Okay. I think she was the first half and I think she was gone by the time. Anyway, she was an A. So we sat next to each other in uh, gym class. And um, the reason why they moved to Richfield was because her dad, they moved from South Sphere to Richfield. But oh, then what's her name? Cassandra. Cassandra, Cassandra what? So, something A. I don't remember. Albrecht. I think so, yeah. Oh my god. And her dad was like kind of a meth head, but he was cool. Wow. I didn't know that she'd moved to Richfield, but also I was just doing my own shit. Anyway, she moved to Richfield because he was like abusive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had to do, like, supervised visits or whatever. He could only see him for, like, two hours a week. Wow. Um, but she lived in the... Um, they lived in the battered women's apartments. And lived I there re- once. Yeah. And I remember I went there after school once. And we were eating, like, day-old Albertsons donuts. Mm-hmm. But I was just so fucking proud of her mom for getting the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like... You're so in such cramped quarters. <laughs> These are not the best donuts I've ever had in my life. But I'm just like so proud of you. Better days are ahead. Like I remember just being like proud of her. So I don't know. Yeah. Man alive. Uh listen, write in and if you've ever lived in those uh <laughs> women's shelter in Richfield. They're, they're peach. There were so many of them. I'm th- the one, one was right on third north uh which one's it, what it's not a women's shelter anymore they moved it but it was right um right next to the days in 
no that's not the one i'm thinking of i'm thinking yeah. of the one um it's oh, shit it's like uh was well, it currently a women's shelter no it's like it was like an apartment complex where they let uh it was after that you you went to the women's shelter first and then they placed you in the the apartments if oh. you had like kids if you had like kids and shit okay but i know the days in one i've gone to that one with my mom before it's purple it was <laughs> it's purple and blue <laughs> it's something new now it's like a it's like a decorating place or something yeah i was like well that's not a women's shelter anymore <laughs> That's not a woman's shelter. Um, they also changed the suicide hotline. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what it is real quick. Suicide 988. Hot- <laughs> 988. That's what it is. Yeah, I got it memorized. Just, Just so in case. Everybody should. Uh, is that what you do if you do... Uh, do you just type... Do you just text it? Or do you call know. it... Let's look it up. I just figured, you know, I'd get there if I ever got there. <laughs> when I get there, I'm gonna be ready. Rock steady. <laughs> Let's see. Call chat official website. Let's see. 988 has been designated as the new three-digit dialing code. Some areas may currently be able to connect to the lifeline by dialing 988. Oh, you just dial in. And then you have to talk to someone? This is like the yeah. era of social anxiety. Let's see. <laughs> so, I went to donate blood the other day because I was trying to make a little extra buckage for the Hawaii you did trip. What? You donate blood? To- I went to donate blood, okay? I heard donut, and I was like, what? I went to donut. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, it was very yeasty. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, oh my god. Speaking of donuts, have you seen Tommy Simbazo lately? Have you seen his body? Kendra, unmute right now. Um, he has hair. No, he has so much hair. He's so skinny. He's lost so much weight. Oh, I just noticed that he looks like... Like fluffy. Like he, he looks like... Fluffy? Like yeah, like he looks like he's like he growing out s- his... He needs to go see a, a barber? No. Like he's growing out his hair for a renaissance fair. <laughs> what if that's what he was doing? <laughs> It, I mean, he built a helmet. <laughs> that's for the Mandalorian. I was like, the whole time I was like, that's not going to fit your head. That's not going to. He's like, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Is that why he made that video? Yeah. You rile people up too much. <laughs> well, what can I say? Anyways, he's lost a lot of weight. And he said he wants to uh, fit into the world's smallest casket. Oh. Um, <laughs> But he wants Bro. to be. <laughs> I'm like, diabetes looks good on you, man. <laughs> Super diabetes. <laughs> no, but he's lost a ton of weight, so wow. shout out to that weight loss. <laughs> it's going to be great. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. 
Anyways, I was going to donate some blood to make a little. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. To make a little extra scratch for mm-hmm. my Hawaii trip. Mm-hmm. Here's what I like. They have you ever done this before? Donated blood. No. Listen, no. Don't you live a charmed life? <laughs> so it, our senior year, when they came around to the schools and had us all donate blood, I went in and I donated blood. I got poked. I sat there. I squeezed my little squish ball. I sat there. I sat there. Uh, all my friends left. I sat there for longer. They're like, yeah, you're taking a long time to give blood. Hmm, weird. I sat there for longer. I sat there for probably two hours. Uh-huh. And they had put the um, needle through my vein. <laughs> and then they just whipped it out, gave me a cookie, and was like, whoops, sorry about that. So no, I don't give blood for fun or funds. Okay, well, it's plasma. Okay, so... Um, oh, they don't let me do that either. <laughs> well, they have you ask... They they ask you all these fucking questions. Like, we're talking like 45 minutes of questions, okay? Here's hmm. what I learned. Based off all the people in my life that donate plasma for money, you, they lie and they lie and they lie. Because <gasps> here's what I learned. I'm ineligible <gasps> to, don- to donate plasma. <laughs> People are fucking lying. They're lying. <laughs> and honestly, I think everyone there knows it because like the doctor was like, cause there was like, there was a few irregularities on your questionnaire where we need to take you back to talk to someone. So she's like, what about this? What about that? What about this? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to need to have a doctor's note to have you um, donate blood. And I was like, okay. Um, <clears throat> but I was like, I think she was looking at me like, lie dumb bitch like everyone just lies i know i know that everyone just lies <laughs> and i was talking to my counselor about it and i was like everyone lies she's like yeah everyone lies. She's oh like, my god she's like go to a different one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was like you're all right <laughs> this makes me oh my god okay Bl- plasma but yeah my honesty uh i'm too honest like abraham lincoln i guess we have a listen don't get caught up in selling your body if you're gonna sell your body do it right but don't get fix. poked yes <laughs> fart in jars <laughs> sell your socks <laughs> everyone keeps telling me to sell my socks i love my socks <laughs> You should fucking sell your socks. I'm so fucking close to becoming a stripper. Everyone, dude. All, so many ladies in my life are like, let's just feet pics, feet pics. People can't donate if they had tuberculosis, heart disease, sickle cell anemia, certain types of cancer, or malaria. No, no, no. It's because I'd been uh, in the mental institution. <laughs> well you can only go you you can't ever donate plasma no she's like uh you've been to the ho- you've been you've had a hospital stay the past three years and i was like yeah she's like for what i'm like suicidal ideation she's like um yeah she like puts my chart to the side <laughs> she's like i'm gonna have to have your doctor clear you i was like Ugh. oh well, just get your doctor to clear you 
I don't care anymore. I, I've lost the will to give. Uh, <laughs> Tis the season of take, bitches. I know. And Micaiah, like, I was uh, at lunch with Micaiah the other day, and he goes, uh, I'm going to give you a little money for Hawaii. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I wasn't even like, no, you're not. I was like, cool. He's like, thanks. He's like, waiting for you to like, offer. He's like, do you want me to, like, give you cash? And I'm like, Venmo. <laughs> Cut him off. Venmo will do it. <laughs> oh, and he's probably just like, fucking finally, don't fight me anymore. Well, I told him that too because I was like, uh, the dinner fight, I finally just gave up. I was like, I'm done fighting about dinner. And the other day he goes, uh, <laughs> I gave up fighting about dinner about two months ago. <laughs> it, it only took me about three years. Uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes, hey, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting dinner, and I'm like, Micaiah, I've given up the fight, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you let me know when we're back to going Dutch, <laughs> and he goes, okay. <laughs> sup, uh, sup. From now on, our friendship's going on your tab, and you just need to draw the line whenever that needs to stop. <laughs> like he just goes hey listen and he always like touches his bottom like buying dinner makes me happy okay and i'm like he's like so just please don't take away my happiness i'm like well when you put it that way i sound like a monster <laughs> i one time told my grandma that i'm spreading joy by kissing boys it's like the gospel says that we need to spread joy and i do that with these lips on she other boys lips was worried that you were going to say I was spreading joy by spreading my legs. Listen, people don't have their priorities straight in purity culture, okay? Say what? I should have been kissing boys and that not have been a thing. But apparently in my family, it was like, don't kiss boys, you'll be a slut. Listen, you are a slut and that's why we like you. I wish. I wish. I wish I <laughs> If I had stopped being Mormon just a little bit sooner. Like, I told you I threatened God, right? I was like, send me the one now. Or, or I'm going Mormon through my hoe phase. <laughs> and Listen, he sent me one now. If Tanner Thompson doesn't put some shoes on his goddamn shoulder while his wife's in Paris, I'm coming down there. <laughs> Tanner, CPS is coming. And it's Bobby Alvey. <laughs> calling cps you put some shoes on your kids when they're at arby's you don't know what that meat's made of oh my god <laughs> richfield is lawless i know right he, no, um, he's, just, he's just giving him an authentic 90s richfield experience it's fine i just love that you're just like i've given up the fight here you go <laughs> with micaiah and now he's just like i'm happy finally finally <laughs> And no, you ever now, think, like, just this is just a callback to the beginning, but have you like ever realized that you're you're literally the problem? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I am the problem. Big time. <laughs> okay. Just we're just so that we're all aware that we are the biggest problem in our lives. Oh yeah, no, 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 and I'm trying to figure out a way to not be. Uh, <laughs> but then like know, maintain some kind of you still. I'm trying to like give in a little bit. Uh. <laughs> I just decided, you know, uh, like my doctor's been trying to give me diet pills since the beginning of our relationship together. And I finally was just like, I don't care. Give them to me. 
and uh, they're um, what are they? They're uh, anti-seizure pills. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That'll work. Whatever. Um, and yeah, I could be doing stuff with my life right now, but I'm just like, I just need to lay in bed until I go to Hawaii. You are doing stuff with with your life right now. You're preparing to go to Hawaii. By laying in bed and doing nothing. I could paint. I could, I don't know. Why paint? Yeah. You're just going to have to leave it here. It's eight days away. It's Here's what you should be doing. What? Here's what you should be doing. You should be going to a meal with me at least at most one time. Okay. <coughs> at least okay. one time. Okay. Greater to and greater than or equal to one. But not can no we, pressure. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, sh- can we go through a list of things that I want to know if I should pack for this trip or not? Because I've been wondering. <laughs> Yeah, and then let me know when you want to hear my drama. Yeah, it's going on the podcast. There's a drama that's going on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I take all the plan B that I bought before the abortion ban, right? Good for you, yeah. I take it all, right? Even though I'm asexual and uh, currently my period is gone. My period has not been around for three week- three months. You do not want to chance that ever. <laughs> uh, but you probably... probably you, you know what's cheaper condoms oh my god so uh my suitcases were at ops um and someone brought them up for me (laughs) oh that's what you needed to deliver to your house yeah that was what i needed to deliver yeah oh my god i I could have just got you some from ross no they're like they're so fun they're uh why why i have some they're periwinkle blue (laughs) they're so funny um, so anyways, you know the co- the gas costs more than new luggage. No, someone just brought them up. It was okay, just someone. Okay. People come up. People come to Salt Lake from from Penguin all the time. Okay. Anyways, so I haven't I haven't messed with these uh, suitcases since I was like twenty three, and um, <laughs> I have purses. I have like purses stuffed in there and I open one of the purses and there's like a thing of condoms and I'm like get after it Bob (laughs) (coughs) but uh yeah no I have condoms and stuff but no um we'll get new ones because those are expired well I have new ones um okay so we're bringing the plan b okay uh rollerblades yes absolutely you should bring rollerblades okay cool I figured that was a yes uh, my selfie light. I'm like really, I'm really anxious about. Mallory that. has that. Don't bring that. You're, you're right. You're so right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, should I bring all my sweaters? No. Should I bring? You're some, on the equator. Should I bring some sweaters? One, 60? two sweaters. What about my long sleeve shirts? They're all very cool. They're cool looking. Yes. I can wear shorts. And my sweaters. My slaw. What about, do you have any tank tops? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm a, I mean, like yeah. Like, like you're going to pack other clothing, not just the sweaters and the shorts? <laughs> you're going to pack underwear? If I, only, <laughs> if I only took sweaters and shorts and nothing else, not anything else. I took uh, And, and no, rollerblades. And I rollerblades. Took, I took a hair dryer and all my hair shit. <laughs> To my honeymoon did not pack clothes <laughs> had to buy underwear and clothes where'd you go on your honeymoon san diego 
my god. No, I'm going to text Mallory and be like, here's what I'm bringing. Rollerblades. Plan B. Shorts. Sweaters. <laughs> End of Take, list. Do it right now. Selfie She's awake. Light. Selfie light. <laughs> do not bring your selfie light. But do, do put it in the text. That'll be fun. <laughs> okay. Toiletries. Or should I just get them there? Get I was thinking, them there. Okay. I was thinking I leave like pretty much everything except for like I'm going to take my patchouli and like my deodorant and then like my $25 turns your hair silver yes takes takes the bronze out yeah the brass yes specialty (sighs) I mean just like but but, like I'm not gonna not too much I'm not gonna like weigh down my shit with like Jergens. yeah no Good. Like, and I, liquid weighs a lot, so, like, beware of that. Yeah, I haven't been on a plane in, like, over a decade, so no. this is why I'm, this is why we're going through this. How many art supplies should I bring logistically? None. None? None? Do you, do you need special paintbrushes? Well, do I need to buy paintbrushes? They weigh, like, virtually nothing. I can put them in, like, a little plastic bag. I have, like, a, my, I was thinking, okay. Okay, brushes, I can see. But don't buy any, don't bring any paint with you. I was thinking of like, I was thinking of like a Ziploc of brushes and a Ziploc of like an assortment of blues, purples, and black. Okay. (laughs) We're compromising. But how much does that weigh? Not very much or yes? Like a Ziploc. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, I think that'll be that, I think that'll be fine. Can I get away with putting my weed pen in my luggage? No. But you can get away with putting it under your boob. Really? Go on. I did in the Reno <laughs> airport. I forgot it. That's fucking Reno, though. They're, that's a lawless... I love Reno, but it's lawless. I just... Well, I was just like, la, la, la. And then I realized, I was like, oh, my pen is in my boob. Well, Allie, uh, Lisa's mom, she was... I was just talking to her. She's like... <laughs> she's like, yeah, when I was in Hawaii, uh, we got a pineapple. And there was a... I took a, a knife from... <laughs> like breakfast because we needed to cut up the pineapple she's like I put it in my um, purse and she's like and then when we went she's like I forgot about it and we went through the airport and she's like they didn't stop me no a knife this pen is obtuse they didn't stop me they didn't do shit well you're right it was Reno (laughs) it was a Reno um how I think I think it's gotta be like it has to be like lithium batteries cannot go through. You have to check it. So I think you can bring your pen, but maybe not your cartridges. So maybe I just put, I just check the whole thing. No, cause that'll be expensive. Well, I'm checking a bag anyways. No, no, you can't, you can't check it under the plane. You can't check like lithium batteries under the plane. You have to bring it in your carry on. Oh, why? I don't know. Plane rules are dumb. It's weird. So if you're going to bring your pen, bring it on your person, I guess. Or just, like, put it in your purse. Is there going to be a dog there? (laughs) Are you going to have a weed cartridge in it? Yeah. Don't do that. 
So where do I put the weed cartridge? Oh, you know where you should put that? In your makeup bag. Okay. Separate. That's what I was thinking, what I was thinking. like underneath. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like it, with your like lip glosses and shit. Okay. We are committing a felony by talking about this right now. <laughs> we'll edit that part out then. No, we're not. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> how many books? Should I bring books or no? One book. Just Ma- Mallory will have books. All right. Mallory will have books. There's a library. There's a library. And like, do, I t- do not be the kind of person that just, like, brings more shit to an island, you know? No, that's true. I mean, how much makeup do I bring? Like, how much makeup's going to stick to my face? Are you deciding that you're going to wear makeup? You have to work, so you probably should bring your favorites. <sighs> but it changes with the humidity. I hate my life. No, I'm just kidding. This is, I don't, I don't care. I'm not actually complaining about my Bring mascara. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. <clears throat> mascara you and know, lip gloss. You know what I found out? I thought I paused Ipsy. Like, I thought I paused it, paused it. Oh, no. Oh, no. It only does it for a month at a time. You have to actually go in and cancel it. Like, you have to go in, you have to go in deep and cancel it. Oh, my gosh. And then I got, I mean, like, I got one and I was stoked. I was like, yay, Ipsy. And then I was like, but what the fuck? <laughs> and I, I like, thought I said no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't. I'm like, I'm moving. I can't do this anymore. And um, then I went in and I was like, I see you. I see you, you tricky little trickster. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's like deactivate my MySpace, but if you log in again, it'll still be there. It's like, hello. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> we were really desperate. We held on to this profile for 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> um, tell me the goss. So I told you about um, for the listeners, I guess. I told you about this person on rape culture. The person who kind of has been like adjacent to my life because our moms were friends. And I sent you the screenshots, right? About like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you were like, what a clown. Yeah. Clown shoes. (laughs) Seriously. So for the listeners, then I have been going through this kind of like, I'm just trying to heal some stuff and like kind of close some chapters here. And I've been working on this theory that my mom is a drug user and used me in exchange for pills, not in a way that was sexual, thank God, but like babysitting or cleaning house or like, I, I feel like I was offered up for in exchange for services, whatever. Uh, so I reach out to this person that I talked about in rape culture, the one that's just like a, a creep pretty much. Um, he, I reached out to him and he was like, wow, this is perfect. Uh, and basically put his hand in his, uh, put his dick in his hand and started like asking to see my boobs. And, I, from the start, was like, I just want to let you know, like, this is the first thing I said. I'm married. I'm not here to flirt with you. I'm actually here to talk about your mom. Um, I was hoping that you'd be willing to talk about 
like our past. And so he was like, oh yeah, this is so perfect. Tell me how I can make you whole, which is just cringe and gross. Wait, um, he's still, wait tell me there was a W on that. Yes. Okay, whole. thank God, thank God. Yeah, he's ta- he's thinking he's some kind of Jared Leto guru or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> Jared Leto. <laughs> he's just uh, he's a narcissist, and so anyway, um, I pretty much was asking him, "Hey, our moms were friends because of the drugs, right? And do you think that I was like, do you think that I was used in exchange for my mom getting some pills from your mom?" And he was like, "I had a lot of questions about what." Uh, was going on um but what was in my mom's prescription bag wasn't one of them mostly i was just thinking about your boobs and whatever and like he's listen it's fine i'm just i'm just trying to move through the feeling of the story here but um i asked him that and he pretty much was like yeah i guess but like whatever and i thought that reach i thought that like i said earlier when you grow you assume other people are making the efforts to do the same thing and sometimes they're not and so this person has made me feel gross and like kind of made me have to face like even more trauma about this person in my life and like what that meant and i've been reaching out to like my friends to say like can you read these screenshots and tell me i'm not like and tell me what you actually think because I'm thinking whatever. I reached out to a girl from our hometown. We've been talking a lot recently. I really love her. And um, she said, I'd love to see the screenshots. And then I cropped out the name and she asked me if it was this person. And I said, yeah. And she's like, you know, I think about him from time to time and wonder if he's still an asshole and it looks like he's still like on his same bullshit and that's gross and like (sighs) anyway so it's just like the chain of this person being an asshole is wide as it is deep I feel like and like he's in another state and is like supposedly a doctor and like I'm wondering you know how many red flags before you start like sounding the alarm type of thing but ultimately I have to be like it's not my business and like just move from it I don't know how to close all of these chapters that are full of trauma without like opening more doors for trauma I wonder if the past just needs to be left in the past because maybe he only acts this way with you guys maybe he reverts back to his douchebag self only with you guys maybe he's a total respectable doctor you know I mean maybe not but it's like I find myself sometimes reverting back to how I was the last time I was with someone you know what I mean but I understand what you're saying it's a it's deeper than disappointment when someone who was 
have a th either cool or not cool <laughs> back in the day hoping to see them grow and seeing them tragically not and have it mm. be just kind of like it's 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 more it's 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 like gross it's like what have you been up to <laughs> for the past mm. tw 20 years like why haven't you tried for a second and why do you not get that when you act this way you're in, in being invasive do you want to be like this hmm. and hopefully the answer is no but what if the answer is yes it's interesting that you say like you need your past to be your past because it obviously isn't proving me beneficial to me to like try to keep on to these relationships and ideas and like but like how do you heal from your trauma if you don't work through it and like that's just a lot that I have to question myself now because I wish it was that easy for me to just close up shop and focus on the now and focus on the future well I'm not saying like I'm saying like some, some things need to just like are you happy that you hit him up? No. So yeah, he should have just stayed in the past. Like I've had, I had an experience recently with uh, a dude that I thought was super cool in high school that I wish would not <laughs> have hung out with. You know what I mean? Hmm. Cause I was just like, Oh, gross. You know, <clears throat> there are things from my past that I need to let go. And, like, with this chick who just got murdered, like, I have no idea who she is. I'm projecting of who she was 20 years ago and, and saying, well, you know, what did, she, what did she do and what didn't she do? Uh, so it's just, like, it's hard not to have your past intertwined in your, in your present and your future. But it's, like, at what point do you say, all right, <laughs> everything that hasn't, like, advanced with me I'm shaken off hmm. I guess one of the dangers of social media not to bring that up and not to tangent off but is like <laughs> you feel like you don't let go of people and like outside of social media you're really you really are just like oh I'm here and now I'm building this yeah but social media is you know it's like you said it's it's it, I mean, two-sided coin. It's, uh, like, we wouldn't be friends without social media. <laughs> and I wouldn't... I mean... Right. You know, the KKK wouldn't be as successful, though, if without social media, too. I... Yeah, <laughs> so it's, I guess, it's like but a... It's, it's a tool we need to uh, utilize wisely, I guess. For right. our personal use and like finding that balance is your personal journey, I guess. <laughs> I think I think uh, people need to I don't know understand the power that they wield when it's like there's something I don't know are are we the only people out it this must happen to everyone are we the only people out there who when you talk to someone who you haven't talked to for 10 years you feel like it was 10 years ago 
you know like you feel like you kind of go back to that mindset that oh mode. yeah not yes like, like you pick up where you left off sort of thing and like maybe you're immature or your your mannerisms are you know immature or whatever or you're not as developed as because you, you know you're, you're stunted because you're going you're back to there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like so even though you're the strong woman the things that he did to you in this chat were like aggressive and gross and he as a man now hopefully isn't doing that hopefully that's him reverting <laughs> but he did do it and you reverting too it was like gross I was grossed out by it too I didn't totally understand what the hell was going on <laughs> in the chat so I, was I like, get what it is, yeah I was like oh, what is happening um, and I was high too but uh, <laughs> you'll have that <laughs> but I, I just you just hope people are striving to do better and some people just aren't yeah some people are cool being in their little their little box that is exactly the kind of sentiment that my husband and I talked about after was just like yeah people do their own thing you can't like really anticipate what they're doing you just gotta focus on what you're doing I guess yeah you can only control um, what you can control well you can only control yourself how you how you respond how you react so but also emotions are okay big feelings are okay we're getting through it well it's okay to be grossed out by someone too and it's okay to say alright that's enough I'm gonna not do that anymore I'm not gonna ugh you know yeah I'm gonna walk and it, away it, and it's okay to say I don't want to be social media friends with you and maybe we all need to be mature enough to when someone says okay I don't want to talk to you anymore just be like okay yeah. that sucks but okay like just whatever it is what it is there's a lot of people out there go find your tribe yeah all right well happy one year anniversary we started from the bottom now we're back to square one (laughs) (laughs) what is it back in the habit sister act two (laughs) two. (laughs) it's the same formula but hear me out better but (laughs) we've never said that (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.